Hello and welcome to the I Want More Comics podcast, episode 68. I'm Zach. I'm Richie. I'm Sean. I'm me. You're me. I'm not a number. That's right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we are an finally back. It has been three months, Some, four months since... Uh, something. I think it's been that long. Uh, it's, it has so been like that right long. Before, right before December or something? Like that? It, or the, the, the last thing we December? talked about was Doom Clock, Doomsday, Doomsday Clock, Clock number yeah, one, one coming yeah. out. All right. <laughs> so. It has been after. That was three weeks ago. That was, yeah, sure. I mean, sure. depending on when you're listening to this, if you're, you're like binge going through. When yes, we're, the, you it, know, it doesn't matter for you. It was you. a week. Yeah, yes. It was fine. <laughs> exactly. But for the other people out there, we are back. Um, this uh, We are going to be uh, getting back to a weekly schedule. Um, barring any craziness. And, and believe it or not, we actually f- recorded a 68. We did. Uh, we did a really great episode about like things we're huh. looking forward to. And yes. we talked, re- it was actually really hot. Like, it was great. It was nice. It felt good. We talked it was our about, best like, episode yet. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it, it was destroyed. And it was <laughs> The whole was thing got destroyed. broken apart. So welcome to the new 68. Yes, yes new 68. <laughs> so that's fair. Yeah, well, it's my mic, so you can blame me. Um, <laughs> Ooh, all right. It's not me. Ha! So, uh, let's, we're going to jump into the news. <laughs> and today's episode is kind of an all-news, kind of an all-comic geek uh, uh, <laughs> show. So I only have Number a couple 12. of yeah, things right. um, for today, because our spinning the racks is going to be mostly comic talk. Yes. Uh, so, the first thing that, uh, to talk about really quickly is that Marvel has announced, this is not the official title, this is just what they're calling it, is Marvel's fresh start. Right. Um, C.B. Cebulski is now the editor-in-chief at uh, Marvel Comics, mm-hmm. and he is going to be, be bringing in new creative teams, new books, and, of course, new number ones. Yes. Um, some people out in the world have said that this is a negative, but I take the uh, absolute opposite and says that this is very positive. This is what we've been asking for for a long time. Yes. You know what I mean? So they announced um, Avengers number one, uh, Immortal Hulk number one, Venom number one, and uh, Thor number one so far. Hmm. And, um, you know, uh, so what do you guys think about that? I think that fresh starting anything is a risky move. I think that we've done, we've been through that. Kind of like how we explained Rebirth not being an actual reboot, but kind of more of a refocusing of a universe. Yes. I do believe in the refocus, uh, especially when it comes to, uh, to me it's just like a bigger version of refocusing the arc, uh, changing when when your universe has sprawled out in such a chaotic, uh, story-driven mess. Yes. uh, Sometimes it's nice to kind of, you know, snap the rubber band back and, you know, start fresh again and and start from a focus point that other people can join on the train to ride that, you know, the tracks to this new crazy destination. Absolutely. You just want good stories, man. That's it. All right. And I think that's that's the drive for it. That's all I want. Just tell me a good story. Yeah. I definitely I used to love Marvel, and I haven't loved Marvel in probably easily five to... 
probably longer years. It has been. It's been a while. And we've talked about the struggles of Marvel in general. I did well, like. They, they decided to go out and try different things, and I don't hate them for that. They, right. just, they were just things that I didn't necessarily want to get on board with. Right. So I didn't. Yeah. Well, and but so that's. So if this refocusing is them getting back on board with stuff that maybe in, takes my interest and makes me want to read Marvel comics again, then I'm all for it, man. I don't, yeah, right. you, can, you can reboot 20 times in a row. If it ends up being a really good story yep, and they start... I don't care. Yeah. One of awesome. those reboots has got to be great. That's yes. all I'm asking. Well, and, and the thing specifically... <laughs> it doesn't even matter what number it is. You can stay yes. at legacy yeah, number. It could be a new number one. It could be whatever. Just I, write me some good stories. I, write me solid stuff I want to read and check Like out. I said, I can go into a whole podcast about how I feel about that whole... Feelings. Should I read it from the beginning <laughs> yes. or should I... Should I uh, start in on at you know issue three seventy eight or whatever. Right. Because for me I think I don't think it really matters where you jump in. I think that's part of the fun of being a comic book fan. Right. Is going what has happened to Doctor Strange for three hundred issues. Right. You know, and why is he have an axe now? And finding that out is kind of some of the fun. I don't go, oh why haven't I read every Yeah, but would you that's feel the need to go back and read all the stuff that was before this? If I, I really like it. I personally would not. If I really like it. To me, it'd be like, this is my jumping on point. I'll suss sure. out the rest of it. Sure, absolutely. Forward. Right. I, I kind of did that with... I the, did that with the X-Men. When I first started <laughs> oh, reading God. the X-Men, and I jumped well, in at like... you have to. 193 or whatever, <laughs> only people, I just said, you know what? I'm here. This I is where I'm going. Yeah, I feel so bad I'll for anyone that like tries to jump on X-Men or even right now. They're like, yes. okay, so where should I start? I'm like, oh, I... I <laughs> no, you just jump in. You There's don't the start. It's like, it's like when you're your crazy uncle. You're like all hanging out at the pool, and your crazy uncle's like, you don't know how to swim? And he just tosses you in the deep end. That's says, Good absolutely luck, buddy. how X-Men If you yeah, die, absolutely. I'll come get you. <laughs> absolutely. And start to drown. You just jump will... in and call it good. <laughs> um, I want to talk just really quickly about that Avengers book, because I think that that Avengers book, so far from what they solicited... Are you talking about No Surrender? No, no, no. The, the, no, Avengers number one. Yeah. Yeah. Jason after. Aaron writing, Ed McGinnis on art. And this is, and I think this is brilliant. This is why I think this is a great idea, and this is why I'm excited about it. Uh-huh. The, ma- the three characters who are going to be in every issue of this new iteration is Steve Rogers, Captain America, Thor Odin's son, and Tony Stark, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Everybody else around them is going to change. Um, and so I... And that's something that I think that we've been asking for for years. The retailers and even us, and even as fans, I don't think we were saying we hate all Marvel, all Marvel is awful. What we're saying is that we want some of the stuff we love back. Right. And we want some new stuff. I don't care about new characters. I think that's cool uh, if you want to introduce them. I don't care about you introducing new characters. But as we've talked about for years, it's that it has to grow. Mm-hmm. If you put in uh, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl as one of the backups in Avengers, which she has. Right. Brendis used her for years as the babysitter, and I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. That's my only prior knowledge of Squirrel Girl, and I thought she was pretty awesome. It was Honey. She's right. the babysitter. And that was fine. Mm-hmm. And that stuff is cool. When people go, I need to get that book, or whatever new character you want to introduce. I don't care. I'm just using her as an example. But I think that if you introduce a, a new character, or somebody like that, or like, you know... Uh, uh, Miles Morales, and he joins up for six issues of the Avengers book. Right. That's great because that is going to show more characters. And if somebody pops out and everyone goes, Man, I wish that Squirrel Girl person had a book, then Marvel can do that. And then you can have both things. Mm-hmm. We're not saying get rid of these different characters, we're not saying don't diversify your lines. What we're saying is don't diversify your lines and then get rid of everything else that we've felt connected to 
you got to have both. And I think right. that's where they're going. That's I why I think it's great. Yeah. That's why Ultimate Spider-Man was so successful back in the day. Agreed. Yes, exactly. Because you Just, could detach and new people could jump in on that, yes. even though it was basically a super decompressed version of Spider-Man. Yes. Mm-hmm. You you could still have new readers jump onto that Spider-Man, and now you still now you have Miles Morales, who's in this universe from that universe. And almost the but perfect took, example of what you do it. So it, much, it, it took so much time to Miles build the character was, yeah. and build the fan base. Uh-huh. And then it was almost a natural transition to get him to come over here yes. when they decided they were going to close down yep. the line. Yeah. yeah, he yeah Miles has been around Perfect for eight years. Yeah. I think it's been like eight years it's been right now. A long time. And that is and, and the problem is is and and I don't think it's even the creative people at these companies. The business people don't like hearing that. Right. Maybe we'll get a new character in eight years to 10 years right. that people are going to be just clamoring about. Correct. They go, no, 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 six months from now, I want the new hot to, thing. Yeah. Well, no, but here's and the that's thing. Not, if you're, if you're starting a like whole bunch of new characters out, or even characters that have bits to them, you know, they have like have had a bit or a side story here mm-hmm. and there, like you're talking about Squirrel Girl and the Avengers. Okay, so they've had those little bits, but when you, it's basically like starting a whole new company for comics all over again because yes. you've got to get people that are just going to be okay with exactly. all these new characters. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and so, how many how many independent comic book companies survive off of their new ideas? Uh, almost. It is yeah, hard. yeah. It's it is super a hard, hard thing to do. It's super. Hard. That's kind of what Marvel did. Yes. Yes, it is. They and just said, "Hey, yeah. we're going to just have all these new characters. Yep. The old characters are kind of there, I guess. They're somewhere there. in the background. Yes. We're just going to bury them for now. Right. But yes. this is our new comic book company, and you're like, <laughs> wait a minute. Yes. Well, where's Thor? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And 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 I think that and and again, like I said, I do believe in the adage that there are no bad characters, mm-hmm. just writers or artists or people who don't get them. Right. Um. And I I definitely agree. Uh. Like I said, I've I've never read any Squirrel Girl. Yeah, Except I for, think, I used to think Multiple Man was kind of a bad character, and then I read Peter's David's run of X Factor. Like, I was like, this character. guy sure. is amazing. <laughs> I, uh, because uh, he, rea- he yes. realized him in a way I would absolutely. have never thought. Right? Uh huh. Um, absolutely. Uh, same with uh, you know, I never read Thor or knew anything about Thor until our mutual friend Don said, "You're reading Thor now," which was a Straczynski run, mm-hmm. which is one of the greatest runs on Thor. Right. And now I love Thor, but so so. So for, going back to the Marvel thing, I'm just I'm excited about it because they're doing it slowly. Uh-huh. They're not doing this all in one month. A lot of people keep asking us, "Oh, can I get down for that month of, you know, right. dumb new number ones?" No, there's like two happening a month, right? Which is the way it should. Do not pressure, you know. Um, so I, so I'm very I'm very excited about it. I yeah. guess is what I'm saying. And, and from what I understand, uh, if I feel like. It is just another refocusing, like Rebirth, where it's a refocus, where, yeah, where no surrender and all the X Men Red, Blue, and Gold, and all of Venom has kind of been leading to this point. Yes. So if you're reading in continuity, if you are a fan of what's currently going on, your uh, initial change is not going to be drastic, except no. for potentially the numbering. Exactly. That exactly. might be the biggest change you have. Yes, so. and and I think that's fine. I think that's yeah, but for some people, the numbering thing really. Oh, I know. It definitely butters their bacon. It butters their bacon. Just think about what we have to deal with as a store (laughs) when we're trying to put all this stuff away and back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You talk about about series and numbers, and it gets kind of convoluted. (laughs) And especially when customers ask you, can I get uh, issue number 37 of of Spider-Man? Oh, no, well, that's an old book. No, 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 J. Scott Campbell cover. Yeah. 
Oh, for oh, the okay. second series? Yeah. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so uh, uh, I'm looking forward to the upcoming solicits this year. Yes. And seeing uh, yeah. what books come out, because I think there's going to be a Fantastic Four book. Anyway. Come on, good Marvel. I'm come ready. on, let's, let's do go. it. Uh, the other uh, quick announcement is going to be from the other side of the aisle, and uh, two big announcements that we've not yet talked about, but I want to make sure people know about them, is um, Brian Michael Bendis is taking over Superman. Um, and when we say take over Superman, what? he is doing everything. Yes. Uh, he's doing a Man of Steel miniseries and Superman and action. Hilariously, I believe if you only go back one podcast ago, we are speculating <laughs> yeah. what Bendis is going to do. And we yeah. kind of talk about like... <laughs> and everyone goes... And, and I, if I remember correctly, you're like, you wish he was Superman, yeah. huh? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. So if you're, if you're listening and... This is pretty great for us. Is that yes? We wanted it to be Superman, and we get it as Superman. And he's he like you said, he's not taking over just like the title. He's taking over the entire run. All Superman All has Superman to go through him. Filters through a Bendis. Yes. And uh, I'm I'm ready for that. It oh, just, me too. Uh, Cannot wait. Yes. Everything we've seen with the solicits, all they've really given us is kind of like imagery, some covers, and some and, stuff. Uh, oh boy, does it look fun. Yes. Um and. Uh, and we are getting ready to um, we are getting ready to promote that like crazy because if you guys have been along uh, listeners of this podcast or if this is your first one, I am a huge Superman fan. Uh, I shouldn't say fan. I should say fanatic. Yes, and, um, you're a fanatic. Yes, I'm I'm more of a fanatic uh, because I buy every single Superman title uh, out. Doesn't matter. That's that's kind of how crazy. Right. But I've been waiting for years for this moment because the buzz right now is huge uh-huh. for Superman. Even people who don't read comics. Come, even some of our magic players have asked me, "What's this Bendis Superman thing?" Absolutely. You know, so uh, we're not ready to officially announce everything yet, but I am ready to announce that we're going to be doing a package deal for Bendis as Superman. Yes. Uh, we don't have the uh, the official um, uh, numbering, so we can't give you an exact uh, price amount, but we're going to do forty percent off cover price. Mm. For, um, it sounds like, nine issues. Wow. Like I said, we'll have more information in upcoming podcasts and on Facebook. But um, we're going to promote this hard. And and because everyone around me is awesome, I'm spearheading it because I've always wanted to do this. So, <laughs> yes. that, no, no, uh, no behind the curtain on that one. So, <laughs> yeah. um, like super you didn't know exci- Zach was going to hook yeah. you up with Superman. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, Superman. so super excited Superman. about that. And then the other uh, really fun announcement oh, that yeah. I definitely want to talk about, and uh, I'm sorry if I stole your thunder for later, but is uh, No Justice. Oh, yeah. Uh, the new uh, Scott Snyder. Oh, no, that's fine. We'll um, talk about it. Uh, focus. Yeah. Another refocusing. A new yes. focus on the Justice League where uh, they're going to do a four- Ned Snyder's an up-and-comer, I tell you. That's right. Uh, he's going to be a four-issue weekly miniseries. The first um, story is going to be in a DC Nation Zero that comes out the Wednesday before Free Comic Book Day. Then that very next Wednesday is No Justice 1, uh, and then uh, it continues on for the next couple weeks. The premise is uh, Brainiac uh, is f- uh, fleeing for his life from some from some creature or something that's going to destroy his home planet mm-hmm. and he goes to earth is it something that's on the wing of the plane yes it is some thing <laughs> and uh, uh, he has to go to um, <laughs> he has to go to uh, 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 earth to made. get uh, different mar- uh, different heroes and villains mm-hmm. and so they make four teams team wonder 
Team Entropy, Team Mystery, Team Wisdom, Team Wisdom. and the and the uh, teams are wacky. Everybody, uh, the Superman team is Superman. Uh, Dude, I uh, uh, so Starro. Yes. Uh, um, the Batman one is Lobo, Batman, Beast Boy. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. There's Harley Quinn and Flash. Harley Quinn and Flash. Uh, Wonder Woman and Etrigan. Yes. Um, and Zatanna. Yes. Uh, it's so a, it's out there. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, it's but a really it sounds good, awesome. Yeah. It, Francis Manipul on art, Scott Snyder writing. I will say this as as a as a fan, I am excited for the first bit, a lot. The four piece miniseries, I think I'm on board 100. percent I'm a little skeptical of the release of the four Justice Leagues afterwards. Yeah, we'll see where those go. I want I want to know more about them before I sure. dive in a hundred percent. But as for this yeah. current No mm-hmm. Justice run, yes, all in, <laughs> yeah, come son. on, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> head yeah. first. Yeah, me too. I'm I... Scrooge McDuck in this. And just, Absolutely, um, the amount of um, the amount of fun that DC has uh, really injected into their line since Rebirth yeah. and these past. Eight months, especially. Oh yeah, they've just. Uh, this to me feels like we want to do something with Justice League, and Scott Snyder said, "I want to use all my favorite characters, and I want them to fight giant space creatures, right. and I want it to be nuts." And they said, "Yeah." And at this point, does, <laughs> when Scott Snyder says anything, does anyone have the balls to say no? No, I don't I, think so. I don't think <laughs> like, so. Like, there's just not. There's no one in especially there. Especially how well Metal's been this. Yeah. Oh, goodness yeah. gracious. So, um, so yeah, very Great. excited about those. Um, and like I said, we're going to talk way more yeah. about um, upcoming stuff in our Spinning the Rack. So, All right. That was, uh, a, that was a long news segment for us. I enjoy it. Yes, it was. We're going to go into uh, our picks of the week. Okay. And um, I'll let's, go first. Uh, yeah, yeah Sean, go first, you go Sean. first. What do you got? Well, well I got nothing because I was at Comics Pro. Oh, that's right. Comics you were at Comics Pro. Oh, yeah. So that's I didn't right. get to read anything. Yeah, that might yes. be part of what our Spinning the Racks is about, is you being at a Comics cool thing Pro. called Comics Pro. Right. So why don't you go ahead and go, Zach? Okay. I, mine was well, quick. Yeah, it was, that was It fun. was quick. Um, so I'm going to pick a book, uh, and it's funny because I've talked about it a lot in store, yeah. but I haven't talked on the podcast yet. Yes. So for me, I feel like oh, I'm reading. God, have you talked a lot about this? <laughs> I, I, I feel like I know. I haven't read one lick of this, I and I feel like I know it I all. Know. I know. And spill he, it. He, he, he uh, yeah. I, I will know. be reading it. Yes, I, I hope you do. Yes. Uh, my pick is Avengers number six eighty one. Yes. Uh, this is part of the No Surrender storyline, uh, and weekly weekly book, uh, sixteen weekly parts. Um, all the different Avengers from Marvel, uh, and what I mean by that is the U.S. Avengers, the Uncanny Avengers, the regular Avengers, the new Avengers, uh, they all... We're talking the Avengers Gumbo. Yes, the Avengers Gumbo. This, <laughs> But but the fun thing that's so... The thing that's so great about this series is um, this is the Christ on the Infinite Earth for them. Right. Because that was another thing that a lot of people said was that we just want one or two Avengers books, we want a core again. Yeah. At a time, because Avengers have been popular, because of the movies and everyone's been loving them, uh, they had, I think, around six coming out at one yeah. time. So so right now, they use all the uh, different um, time schedule uh, to bring out a weekly series, and at the end of this, and we now know, is Avengers number one. Right. So um, this is a huge spanning story, uh, great art. The number one thing I'll, I'll point out is uh, the reason why I started reading these was I had a couple of them the first couple weeks, and I flipped through the art, 
you know, and, you know, I like yeah, Avengers. Yeah. I love weekly comics. Love weekly comics. That's a you whole, both. whole yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should mm. try this. I don't know. And the art was so good. In my every issue has been fantastic on art. Um, and the story, like I said, is just this fun superhero epic. Nice. Um, I'm I'm loving that book. Uh, a lot. Uh, some people have asked me in store here. Um, so it's Earth changing. You've never read an Avengers story like this. No, it's basically. A mixture of Crisis on for Earth and Infinity Gauntlet. So they're not um, reinventing the wheel. They're not reinventing the it's wheel. It's a super shiny, awesome wheel. Yes, gotcha. exactly right. Correct. Is the chrome wheel of you just want to look at it like Ooh, yes. look at that wheel. Yes, exactly, exactly. Okay. So um and uh my my old my theory always it is is it's harder <laughs> to make um really nice uh, wheels all the time yeah. and instead of making gold-plated great ones mm-hmm. every once in a while right i think that this is this is, is <laughs> this i like part. analogies this is a great well done homemade pie apple yes. pie yes. right yes but it, and it doesn't need sprinkles to class it up this yes. is just wholesome it's, exactly that's all you need if you like the avengers if you want to read fun I'm superhero hungry. action um I highly recommend the No Surrender. It's yes. been really popular, so you might have uh, to yeah. wait for a trade. Yeah, Zach but... is not the only one on this train. He's not like some weirdo in a tinfoil hat just saying like no, Avengers is no, good. he really is a weirdo yeah. in a tinfoil hat. <laughs> With like, some things, but yeah. this time, not This not, time, not, not, there, no. he has the masses behind him. I One of the reasons I didn't read it is because it's not on our shelves. I can't grab it. Yeah, exactly. So, so um, yeah. Uh, so, Avengers No Surrender as, an, as a total... Um, but uh-huh. since it was, came out last week as of this recording, 681. Nice. All right. Uh, Richie, what about yourself? Um, I'm slipping over onto the DC side mm-hmm. with the new um, Bat- Brave and the Bold Batman and Wonder nice. Woman by yep. Liam Sharp. Yes, written uh, and drawn. Written and illustrated by Liam Sharp. Uh, it is, it's a six? Uh, six, yeah. Six issue miniseries, a book about Wonder Woman being approached by a demigod who is trying to stop a war between two warring fantasy realms um, uh, because their king is slowly dying. Yeah. And once the king dies, the treaty ends, and they need the you know Wonder Woman's help to kind of fix that. Yeah. While this is going down, um, and the demigod is the demigod of fertility, which is hilarious. They make <laughs> some jokes about that. Um, uh, while they're doing that, uh, Gotham is having some serious, wacky, like, X-Files problems awesome. where people are freezing yeah. and Batman can't figure it out. Uh, this is all in the first issue, and it's essentially going to span across where Wonder Woman needs Batman's help. He's going to join in this realm, and the two problems seem to be intertwined. Um, excellent writing. It's not a quick burn through no, because no. they all talk in weird fantasy realm speak. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a lot of thou's and thighs and things and uh it is beautifully illustrated. You don't have to look at the words if you don't it, want to. Yeah, you can the, just Yeah. Liam Sharp is I mean I know I'm going to hot take here. Yeah. Liam Sharp's pretty good. He's pretty good. Uh but his writing uh surprised me as well. I I really enjoyed uh his take on uh, how Batman and Alfred's relationship work mm-hmm. and um, Wonder Woman and uh, I'm blanking his name. Why am I blanking his name? Steve, Steve Trevor. Steve Trevor, thank you. Yeah. I always want to say Rogers, but Steve <laughs> yeah. Steve Trevor. Nice. Why are you showing me sweet <laughs> artwork while I'm trying to it's talk? It's so good. I like it. <laughs> that is awesome. Sam 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 S
an excellent book. Really grabs you in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, this is more of a setup issue. Yes. Yeah, but I think within with that family, it does. <laughs> Uh, six six issues. Uh, I think it will be a really great story to just enjoy. Yes. If you're a fan of Batman or Wonder Woman, either one I think works. Yes. You don't have to be a Batman fan to enjoy this, and you don't have to be a Wonder Woman fan. If you're a yeah. fan of both, you'll love this. Yeah. So, uh, and the one question I had for you too, um, yeah. after looking at this book, uh, if you haven't read it, you're not gonna understand what I'm saying here. But um, don't you think that uh, wouldn't it be in- more interesting? If what happened in Batman recently was Wonder Woman and Batman, they had done a six-issue thing with him oh, there. Oh, absolutely. It's the absolutely. same kind of it's thing. A, I it's thought it was. the same kind I of thing. I legitimately thought that they were going to bring in the gentleman. <laughs> that's, okay. I was like, right. where's the gentleman right. at? This yeah. is where we're going, yeah. right? Yeah, that's that's how I thought, Because there's, yeah. there's okay. a miniseries in that waiting. Yes, that's that's exactly right? what I thought. Woo! Uh, yeah, that's really nice. That um, fire. That is uh, fire. Who's that? Storanko? No, it's no, Alex, it like Alex Ross. Ross. Oh, is it Alex yeah. Ross? That's He's doing his... That's one of the covers to Captain America number one coming up. Oh, I didn't realize they had announced Captain America number one. That is uh, worth the price. We're looking at art right now, everybody. <laughs> it's, it's, this it's, works really well on a podcast. Anything. It's yeah. on Twitter. This, okay. it's on Twitter. <laughs> this, this works great on a podcast. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, that it's just so looks wonderful. Great. Yes. Exactly. You guys seeing this? Is no? this wonderful? It's amazing. Oh. <laughs> All right. We are now going to officially start spinning the racks. Let's do that. Spinning the racks. Spinning the racks. No, that's it's that's been great. a while since we spun the racks, man. They're it, all rusty. It, it is very rusty. We hit it, it was like. Racks. Ee- no, you just gotta buy some new racks. Uh, Somebody's listening. Their car just went. Ah, oh, what? stop that. Oh, no, all right. Uh, yes. Um, all right. So, uh, like I said, today's uh, spinning the racks. We're going to talk to Sean, who's at Comics Pro, just for a couple Ooh. minutes. Yes. See, um, you know, uh, see how that went, and then we're going to talk more about um, since it's the new year, since we haven't done one of these in a while. We're going to talk about what we're looking forward to comics, anything that we want to talk about geek wise for the remainder of the show. There have been a lot of announcements, yes. and luckily enough, as we keep postponing this podcast. There's more. Oh, there's more and we more. just keep getting more and more exactly. to talk about. So. Exactly. So, uh, Sean, you went to Comics Pro. What is Comics Pro? I was going to say, I believe this so, is our second one, but we should still explain what Comics Pro is. Right. Yes. So, Comics Pro is basically like, best way to explain it, it's kind of a union for comic book stores. Yep. Um, you pay admittance to get into Comics Pro and be a member. Mm-hmm. And it's an annual fee. But with that, you get... You kind of get a direct line to talk to some of the publishers and some of the creators and some and stuff like that. Mm. So every year there's they have a meeting called Comics Pro, the Comics Pro meeting. Um, it's held in a different city. I think every couple of years they have like it was Portland this year, and I think it'll probably be Portland Portland again next year, and then fall, next year after that they'll probably do it somewhere Seattle else for a couple of years. Yeah. That's kind of how they've been running it. Okay. Um, but the way it works is we like the participating stores go out and the publishers send you know sales reps and sometimes higher ups from their companies like like DC is well known for sending a whole bunch of their sales sales crew and yeah. then like Jim Lee will be there and Dan Deal will be there right yeah and they'll be there the whole time and they have blocked off hours where each publisher talks about what's possibly coming up in the in the foreseeable future you know right. what they have kind of planned you hear some stuff before everybody else hears it stuff that you can't you're not supposed to share stuff that you're yeah. not supposed to leak right uh, but you do get insider 
you get the insight and, and to kind of craft how you want to order and how you want to participate with those publishers. Okay. So, I mean, it was it was really interesting because Aftershock really cool. took us out to dinner. Yeah. Keith and I. Um, the second night we were there, and it was we had like a three hour conversation, and it was a very intimate thing because I think it was just us and Jen King who owns. Can't remember which comic book store, what the name of her comic book store is off the top of my head for one for some reason, but she's in Texas. I've heard that name too. Yes, <laughs> she's okay. she's cool. Jen's pretty cool, um, but it was basically us three as retailers, and then it was the aftershock. Yeah. Crew. Cool. Yeah. So Real and cool. they they were asking us, you know, about their books and how they could sell better and how, you know, it was just it was kind of a weird intimate conversation about their company. Yeah, aftershock sure. with the uh, pestilence and altars and yeah, baby teeth, baby and teeth, and yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Um, so you, you get meetings like that, but then you'll get other meetings where it's more of a group setting. Uh, I get to meet various other retailers across the nation and kind of hear their thoughts and how they run their stores. So you kind of get Blessing ideas. curse scenarios. Yes. Yeah. Well, some, sometimes I don't agree with their ideas. Right. <laughs> sometimes I, I don't understand their ideas at all. Right. But I take it all with a grain of salt because if it's not going to work in my store, why would we I use it? You don't have to use it. Yeah. No. yeah. I can just go about my day and... Maybe look at somebody else's so ideas. That's really so really awesome. It was really cool. The first, I think it was the first. No, it was the first. No, it was actually right after that aftershock dinner. We ran into Joe Fields, who owns Four Color Comics. Oh yeah, oh, okay. California. And he's the one who actually started Free Comic Book Day. Yes, he is. And we had to sit down and talk with him for like a couple of hours about all kinds of stuff. Mm. And of course, he he went out of his way to make me insanely jealous, telling me about the couple of Kirby pages he owns Ugh. and because <laughs> I mean the guy's been in business for quite a while right. yeah over 30 years I think over 30 but under 40 I think is how long he's been around maybe it is 40 maybe he's peaking at 40 here but he's been around quite a long time yes but the story some of the stories he had to tell about the industry like it's kind of cool to hear the perspective from the last that many years you know and where comics have come from right so yeah. and then another person that was really good to talk to is Perry Plush who owns Xanadu and Xanadu just closed down last month mm. and the guy was open for 43 years damn that's <laughs> incredible and he yeah. closed down because all the basically the Seattle's downtown area changed so much and the rent changed so much that it wasn't being supported his store wasn't being supported. His store was a staple that wasn't being supported. That's yeah. Wow. So he had to close down and kind of move his business of what he wasn't doing online. That's it's kind of crazy. Rough. It's really rough. Ugh. Yeah. But Perry's Perry's a super cool guy. So it was just it was interesting to kind of have a conversation with him. I um, love that. They gave out the first industry award for. Do you want to hear more about Joel? You should listen to our episode forty-three when we discuss Free Comic Book Day. There you, go. A you mean Joe? Joel, yeah. Joe, yes. Joel, or you Joe? said Joel. Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe Fields. Hey, Joe, Joe Fields. <laughs> yeah. Totally derailed what I was gonna say. Um, ha! They hoisted <laughs> by your own. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, no, they get because they gave out a couple of industry awards, um, and they, they do it pretty much every year. But this is the first year that they did the. Um, I can't remember what the title of the award was, but it was basically for somebody who's passed because they, they oh, did it yes. for artists and writers. And the one they gave for that was to Len Wein. Okay. And they had Len Wein's wife there. That's cool. You know, for contributions and yep, in the comics world and all that kind of stuff. And she came up and gave a really heartfelt acceptance yeah. speech, which was really for Len since mm -hmm. he's passed. That was really kind of, it was really cool. Uh, like really for those that don't it. know, you can get Len's last script um, through yeah. DC's Swamp Thing winter special. Exactly. Yeah. And if you don't know, he's uh, he was also instrumental in helping grow the industry, but oh, he also yeah. created... 
characters like Swamp Thing and like Wolverine. Yep. yep. Two yep. kind of large characters. Uh, he was the editor of Watchmen. For yep. yes, he was. Um, so he's he's been around, and I think he wore almost every hat you could possibly wear in the he, comics. Yes, world. yep, he did it all. Yep. So it was really cool that she came up and talked about that, talked about him, um, and then actually our sales rep for for Diamond was honored. Um, oh, he just yep. passed not yep. even a month ago. I did not know that. Dave Hawksworth. Hmm. He was a really really good guy. I really liked Dave. Yeah, he was. Good. He was there at the beginning of our store nine yep. years ago when we came in, and he was like, he basically told us, "Hey, you guys have a." Pretty good idea. I, I think you guys are going to be okay. Some stores are, I know right, right. off the bat, are not going to be okay. Right. He's like, but it, you guys seem to know where you want to head. So, you know, you guys have a strong chance of making it. And then it's kind of, it was sad because when I, when they gave the award out, they gave it to his wife. Mm-hmm. And she came up and she barely talked because she broke down a couple of right. times. You know, and I, it's totally understandable, you know. I mean, yeah. they've been together for a very long time. And... To see her talk, you know, she, you could tell that she still very much loved Dave, and they probably very much love each other. Of course. Um, but I actually went after it was over and went and thanked her. Yeah. Thanked her for, because cool. I can't thank Dave, because right. Dave's passed. You know? That's and rough. I, I had a conversation with her, and I said, you know, Dave is like a, he's kind of like a weird dad. Right. Because he was there at the beginning, like I said, and I was looking, actually looking forward to him coming out to our new location this year. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So I thought it would have been really, because he he used to come out every every June, every July, he would show up, and we would talk about the state of, you know, where Diamond's at and where we're at with Diamond, and he would pitch us a bunch of stuff, and, you know, it was just kind of something we did. Part of the success of a store is, you know, your sales guy being on top and being, you know, being able to... Well, if I ever needed anything, I could always just email him and say hey yeah. Dave I, you know, I'm, I'm having a hard time with this can you help me and he would go out of his way to help you right. so Dave was a really genuine good guy um, but when I heard his passing the first thing I thought was you know well that's, that's fucking awful because I wanted to I wanted to show Dave that I wanted to be proud of the new store oh, the new yeah. location Absolutely. by being able to show it to Dave yep. and I thought Dang. he would have really enjoyed it I think he would have too So, and it was so sudden that he passed right. but, uh, yeah but Keith was talking to him the night before yeah exactly well, I so. mean it's it was that sudden so Jeez. yeah it was that sudden to, to, to me for Diamond he's a huge loss oh there's sure the, when you have like somebody who's kind of a heart and soul of a company and you lose them it really it really affects a lot of people that was one part speaking of that that I wanted to talk about too um, was Dinesh Dinesh is oh so Dinesh it. was the keynote speaker and Dinesh um, kind of got I don't know how you put it Oh, he got bought out by um, a shareholders. Uh, uh, the shareholders for about because he was he yes. was the we talked that in our creative director in the yeah, creative yes. director CEO. Which is it? I uh, well, I mean, he was he was all, everything. He was the guy at Valiant, basically. Yeah, right. He was the man. He was the man who came back with the vision. Yep. Him and his partner um, loved Valiant, loved all the original Valiant stuff. Got it all back together. Restarted Absolutely, the company. Yeah. They had shareholders, obviously, um, but he was the one. He was. Like I said, he like he spearheaded like, hey, it. He was Absolutely. the heart and soul of the yeah. yeah, and I the only thing I know about Dinesh is his love for Valiant and how he well his love for comics in general. Yeah, he uh, he dropped a stack of comic books on Zach and yeah, he did. He, he did. was and he was a uh, he was generally a good guy too. Yeah. And yeah. When they bought him out, they basically said, "All right, well, you're done," and they just booted him straight out of the company. Right. And now uh, yeah, yeah, three other, three other people: the editor in chief, him, and yeah, anybody that was in power were yeah. like. <laughs> And uh, the so. quick, the skinny, quick skinny of that is because Valiant is 
Uh, the shareholders believe Valiant is the third strongest licensing in the comic book industry. And that they should be able to make the money off movies. Yeah, and as such, they should be right along with any type of marketing bed that DC or Marvel uh, is in. So if you see a Spider-Man t-shirt, you should see a Ninjak t-shirt next to it. If you see a Superman yes. lunchbox, there should be an Exo-Man I, 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 th- I think they just felt that... Dinesh and his crew weren't going fast enough for Right, him. exactly. Because Dinesh and the Valiant people, yeah. uh, they were doing that. They had sold rights to film studios. But they, there were, is all, t-shirts. But they were cultivating and making yes. sure that they actually had worthy stories to yes. put into movies to tell. Yes. Long so, story short, we're we're tentative and hoping for the best, but Dinesh was, he was the keynote the speaker, keynote speaker so at Comics Pro this year. He got up and spoke for about a half an hour and kind of spoke about... I mean, you could tell... He spoke with feeling about where he was and that he wishes the industry nothing but the best and it is not gone. Of course. He basically he's said, hey, I will, guy. you know, I will. Yeah. Basically, I think he'll pop up somewhere else to do something else he's passionate about. And when that guy gets into something, man, he gets into something. Right. There's no, you know, he doesn't half step at all. It's, he's all in. If it's I'm, like Zach for <laughs> a millionaire. Yeah. yeah. He, he like takes <laughs> yes, all of his exactly. chips, pushes them all in the middle of the table and he's like, let's, let's go. Let's do this. If, uh, <laughs> if Marvel and DC were smart. Right. They should hire him for something. Absolutely. But anyway, yes, cool. All okay. Right. So, I mean... What did you get from Valiant as a whole as a publisher? Do you think that we have well, a pretty cool future ahead of us? Or? I don't know. No? I, that's all I'm going to say. I okay. don't know. All right. <laughs> they they basically... Uh, you... Sean's also they, on like a note, like a he yeah, can't release to, certain information, trying so to he's trying so. to figure out. Well, they, they, they 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 don't I'm going to try to get it out of him, and they're going to try to shut me down. That's no, the trick. They, they, they basically yes. said they don't expect a lot to change with the publishing side of what Valiant's trying to do. Okay, um, but because they are know, doing great, you know publishing full wise. well, Richie. Yes, being in a company that we were both in that had gotten bought out yes. two or three times. Yes, that things change even when they tell you. Even when they say they don't. Yes. So I don't know what Valiant's future is. I don't even think they know what Valiant's Valiant's future is. I hope they, if they can possibly get stronger, hey, I'm all for it. Correct. Um, I just (laughs) hope it doesn't. I hope they don't look at the almighty dollar and trash the company. Correct. I really hope that doesn't happen. But the direction that they're currently in is one of my favorites. I like that there's a niche of superhero comic book read. I like that, that they don't oversaturate a market yeah. with with stuff that is going to sell not as stellar, basically. Yes. Correct. I, I like the fact that they try to put as much quality into their books as they possibly can. I would, I would argue that their three um, focal point books are not only consistent, but worth the reading. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. So. Absolutely. All right, anything else cool from... Well, we Comics? usually, like, we we got to go to the Image Expo, and nice. it was okay. I mean, it. the weird thing is, like, this, this year for Comics Pro, everything felt like it was dialed back. There was a couple key, like, I, really I got shining opinion, moments. I feeling when you guys came back, too. But it felt like everything was more subdued and more dialed back from what it was in previous years. Because, like, like, what was it, last year we had... Um, last year was crazy. Wasn't the DC Rebirth, all that? Yes. We had all the four, forefront information. You were talking about hints of metal at that time. I mean, yeah. they, they were telling us all kinds of stuff. But, like, even DC. DC usually has, like, half a day where they do presentations <laughs> and stuff. And I think they only did about two hours. Yeah, that's which crazy. Which, for them, is nothing. There was no Jim Lee. There was no Dan Dio this year. That is nuts. Which is weird, because the last three years, you know, I ended up sitting next to Jim Lee. Oh, I know. A few you times, tell me where he just, often. We just hang often out. you t- you tell me that. Yeah. Yes. 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> but uh, well, even Dan DiDio, you can walk up to him and ask him one question. You're there for yeah, like yes. 40 minutes. I ran into Dan DiDio <laughs> in an elevator. I yeah. get to say I did that now. Yes. But it's it's just it just felt more subdued. And they they do a charity auction for Heroes Initiative, which goes towards artists and writers who've worked in the industry and maybe down on their luck or down and out and can't afford health care because in the when it used to be page yeah. rate, you didn't get health care ever. Yeah. Even today, some artists and writers still don't get health care. So it's put in place to actually, if you have an issue, you can you know submit a request and they'll help you. So the auction that they do every year, even the auction this year, I, I felt it was... It was a malnourished auction. I'll put it that way. I know that your favorite well, yeah, Dirk. gent was gone. Dirk from IDW. Which hurts. Dirk talks like this all the time. Hey, you guys. <laughs> and, and, and he's and, just... And now, now <laughs> he's every a personality. Time, every time that impression happens, everyone kind of goes, Hi, it's funny. That's exaggeration. Oh, no, that is exact. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. When we were first got there, I didn't, I didn't see Dirk. Yes. And then we were talking to Joe, Joe Fields. Dirk showed up, and I was like, Dirk, it's not the same unless you're here. <laughs> and I thought he was going to run the auction because he has the last, you know, forever. Right. And I don't even know who the guy was that ran the auction, but it wasn't Dirk. That's and you sick. could tell the difference. Yeah. <laughs> because it was, like, hurried, rushed, and the stuff they had to auction wasn't nearly as good as it was in previous years. Well, I heard that they didn't announce Matt Wagner until the freaking thing came until, up. Until it was almost the end. Like, what are you doing? Wagner was sitting there in the front <laughs> sketching. He did a full piece sketch well it was basically a full page of yes. art mm-hmm. and auctioned it off and then auctioned off a store appearance matt wagner is a great dude but he's also <laughs> just a dude's dude you're not going to pick him out of the crowd no, no <laughs> yeah he's even when i met him i was like are you sure you're matt wagner <laughs> yeah. yeah he's not sure yesterday. he's matt wagner <laughs> i don't know about today <laughs> but he's a dude's dude so like you gotta yeah. say like hey we have this amazing artist matt wagner here <laughs> creation so i just like i said the whole thing overall i mean and it could be that everybody's telling me that 2017 for a lot of retailers was kind of a down year. I, we didn't exactly have that year. Right. We actually upgraded our store and moved to a better location. So I don't know what all the other... I don't know if it's just areas that these people are in where comics are took a dip. I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what they're doing to make it Perspectively, it was a little rough because we have such a great community but, here. Yeah, there's, they, were, they were talking about this kind of a loss in a lot of areas of like California and New York and these are right. huge comic markets that we're talking about right. <laughs> yeah. so the fact that we made it how we made it I, I don't know right but I think that's why a lot of this was kind of pulled um, back a little yeah. is just because of because of 2017 being kind of a down year for a lot of retailers right so, which I, I mean I understand because well. even the people that were there I, I would say there was at least a good 50 stores missing Mm, well, that I remember from previous years. There, there wasn't as many people there was the last couple of years. Interesting. So there's a lot less that traveled out for this show. But this is this is a very professional. Yeah, like con I said, it's, it's a it's a comic book retailers almost union show. Right. Like yeah. you have to be a retailer basically to. Yeah, you can't just show yeah. up. And you can you can show up as a retailer and not be a member, yes. and you can sit through some of the stuff. But when they start getting to the real nitty gritty, you have to go. You gotta, you gotta leave. Right. But you can sit through there and see if you're interested in even becoming a member. You can actually make the trip and do that. Okay. So. Well, there you go. It's it's worth it for the most part to go. Like I said, just just this year, it was just it felt different. It felt it just felt subdued and different this year for some reason. Keith was telling me that it felt like they were also holding back a lot of announcements for a different con. I know they were holding back some stuff. Like, there's a bunch of Vertigo announcements that are supposed to be coming up, and I think they're nice. holding them off for, like, WonderCon or one of those other yeah. ones. That so. might be at WonderCon. Yeah. Well, and 
and I could, I mean, I would, I didn't, I didn't even go, yeah. but, um, uh, but in past years, I have noticed that even coming out of Comics Pro, at least one or two things big have been announced. Right. You know, uh, Scott Snyder's now writing this or right. whatever, you know, something like that. I will say the only thing but, that was kind of interesting to me, and I wasn't interested before, because I haven't been paying a lot of attention to Marvel, but the... They, Marvel actually did a presentation this year. What? And they've been known to just kind of snub it. <laughs> yeah. And send, like, John, the There's just assistant. some dude that walks out and is like, seen our movies? <laughs> yeah. It, it's ah? kind of, that's what it felt like. <laughs> How about but that Black Panther? They actually had a panel of people up there, and they, they talked about some of the stuff they have coming out. And cool. And it actually got me interested to read, want to read Domino and New Mutants. Which oh, yeah. which is heading up here in the next couple months. There you go. So, ha we got something out of him. <laughs> Domino and New Mutants. Now, that's in previews. Well, it's not you getting out of it. Oh, yeah. and, I, and I have some more that they announced that Sean doesn't remember, but I'm going to let him finish before I. I'm going to let him well, well, finish. I'm going right to let you finish, but. <laughs> but Beyonce made the best music video of all time. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. Kanye, I was done. <laughs> I don't know what, what more. He's to no say. Taylor Swift. Is what he's saying. No, no Taylor Swift. Okay. I know. Uh, also, they that. also uh, they also announced at Comics Pro, and this is this is uh, to the to the world um, that uh, Donny Cates is now going to be a um, more focal point kind of um, writer, okay. and that he is going to be doing uh, Venom number one. Okay. Uh, Ghost Cosmic Ghost Rider. Cosmic Ghost Rider. A uh, yes. miniseries on that, and he tr- and this was at Comics Pro, but he just put on Twitter the other day. I'm just letting you say all this stuff because I don't want to say the wrong thing. And yep, have, yep. Like, you know, <laughs> the FDA coming out on us or something. Well, I wasn't there, so I don't even have any of that. Uh, order. The only thing I all of this is off of the internet, so you know Ooh, we're getting internet gossip. We're getting internet gossip, and then on Twitter, Donny Cates Johnson. said that. Um, uh, Rich he John. is going to be taking four of Marvel's greatest characters and bringing them back in a big way. Who did this? Donny Cates. Don, Donny, Donny Cates, Cates yeah. yeah. So everyone is assuming that he is meaning um, the Fantastic, Fantastic Four. four. Uh, yes. Uh, and not a Comics Pro, going back to what we talked about at the beginning, they have announced a new Black Panther number one. Uh, As new... they need to because that movie kind of yes. blew up and people are asking us, Yes. Where's Black Panther and where's Shrugging? Yeah. Um, and uh, the rumor is... Wakanda. Uh, Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. The the rumor is also is that Amazing Spider-Man will go back to a number one along with this line. And that um, it's going to be Nick Spencer and Ryan Otley. That is not confirmed yet. Uh, Nick Spencer, I believe, is confirmed, but not the artist. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, so, they have made some announcements this past week on... You know, some other things. Uh, DC, I believe, is uh, uh, weirdly quiet right now. Have you noticed that? Yes. It's I like mean, they th- they're going big, up to a point. Yeah, they they announced real big before yes. Comics Pro, yes. which why we did the podcast in the first place, the one that yes. is damaged and hidden now. Yes. Um, but it's... They, they didn't announce really anything huge outside of that. Exactly. There were, a, like we said, those solicits of imagery that... Yes. Uh, was that Tony Daniel? No. Uh, you talking about for Justice? Yeah, for, uh, well... Francis Manipal. And uh, the Superman. Oh, Superman is uh, Ivan Rice. Ivan Rice. Yes. 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 Uh, they, but That but, beautiful but, page. Yes. But like they said, uh, they we kind of go up to a point. Doomsday Clock is still happening this year. <laughs> yes. Um... 
uh, metals finishing up. Well, you had set an influx of, or, yes. You know, yeah. Well, but we're getting into, we're now in that part of the year where we're about ready to get into summer announcements. Right. And when summer announcements start well, happening, it starts getting nuts. To, you know, to its credit, Comics Pro, this is the earliest Comics Pro's been. It's usually in March or April. Okay. So was it last year? So this is pretty early in the year. I think it was in, uh, I think it was in March last year. Okay. So this is the February schedule for this this it year. It may just it be too early. early. Yeah, it was way early. For them so. to solidify plans. Because the worst thing a publisher can do is say something's coming, yes. and, and it's not coming. It. <laughs> yes. Uh, terrible target. Mm-hmm. Or uh, the Tim Seeley uh, Blade book that Ooh, was announced. Uh, I have another idea for a podcast. Two, two years ago. Comics that uh, should have been. Comics that should have been. I love it. <laughs> uh, you may hear that in the upcoming weeks. But anyway. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. So you guys have fun out of Comics Pro. I dig it. Um, let us move on to our last little bit of uh, today, last couple minutes. And is yeah. there anything you want to talk about industry-wise now? More DC, more Marvel? Is there anything independence you guys are digging? What uh, like in 2018 are Domino we looking forward to? Domino and look really good, both of them. Oh, when, when, they, when they threw up their, kind of, their little pitch and their dog and pony show, yes. I was like, I'll read those. Well, yeah. I mean, Domino's <laughs> those, written those by Gail Simone. Oh, really? Oh, Gail Simone is goodness gracious to the heart. I yeah. love Gail Simone's work. Gail, so, yeah, and so. uh, Greg Land's doing art. I'll say it every time. She's one of my uh, Xbox Live friends. That's right. Who was the last time you played with her? Uh, it was yeah, two years ago. <laughs> but we're still friends. Just want to put that out there. Just want to put that out there. My the close Xbox friend. The early Xbox days Live of friend. density. Yes, my my super close Xbox friend Gail Simone. Is what you mean? You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she—that's uh, that's fantastic. I'll read anything she writes, and she's so good at like, uh, like grabbing the base of a character and really focusing on it. I just yeah, I don't can't think, wait. I don't think Cyclops is going to be in her book though. No, she definitely doesn't the vanilla wafers of X-Men, as she <laughs> calls she them. Absolutely hates. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which I think is funny. Yes, she has a hard stance on Cyclops for some reason. Um, one of my, one of the things I was looking for, we talked to about in our news, which is no justice, uh, Scott Snyder. I will say after reading a few of these books now for, um, the new metal universe releases have been pretty good and I'm interested to see where they're going. One, not so much. I'm not happy about Tony S. Daniel being released from damage, but we'll see where that goes. I will say the... Undercut is Silencer is fantastic and people should be reading it. Um, and the Terrifics. And the Terrifics just came out. I mean, we have the Immortal Men, which I'm excited yes, about. Jim Lee. We have the Challengers of the Unknown, which uh, I think new is challengers. Be, or the New Challengers. Yep. Which has that sweet imagery. Where did yep. that? Who's it's, that? Uh, that's Andy Kuber. Andy Kuber. Yes, yep. they. He showed me that image where. Yep. They're the fold out. The new challengers are breaking through what looks like the old challengers, which might mean that the old challengers are in this book. Which is going to be fantastic. Um, I'm excited. I'm just excited about that universe. To me, yeah, I, I wasn't when they announced it, but the more the actual contents come out, yeah, I'm digging it. I oh, think yeah, it's really too. good stuff. Yes, well, and and they are what well, we talked about at the beginning of the show. They are introducing some new characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them, like the um, Terrifics, have shown up in other uh, other books. Yes, uh, DC is doing the adage of just put out a new book. Yes. Um, you know, but they make a two ninety nine. They add that really cool fold out cover, and I think that they are slowly but surely. Um, the thing I've been impressed with is that they've been their own books. 
And they go, this is damage. If you like it, continue. If you don't, don't. Right. Superman hasn't shown up, and he hasn't been drinking tea with them. <laughs> and that's People what haven't been going like, oh, God, damage is our only hope. Yes. And uh, the other thing is is that I like that these some of these comics they put out, in the, like the ones that do have, let's say um, the Batman and the Signal. Yes. That is blatant. Batman's in it. He's supposed to be the sidekick. Yes. They're doing three issues. Yes. They're not going to go full bore on this. Yeah, if, if it goes hot and everyone loves yeah, it, they'll probably... They'll probably continue something. But if it falls, Signal might be in the background for a long time. Yes. Yep, 100%. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, and it's really funny, going back to what Sean said, is that uh, uh, going into this year, this 2018, um, just, just in general, on the internet, sometimes even in store talking to customers, a lot of people um, are, are you excited about anything that's happening this year? I don't feel like... This I don't feel as jazz as I have before, you know. And looking at it on paper, it's a is some great stuff coming out. Yeah. Um. So it is interesting to me where we are right now because I think that Sean is absolutely correct that a lot of people feel that way when even but even though the evidence is not there, you know, people are like right. I wish it was the old days where we had a great um couple of uh, uh, events going on right now. Right. You have no the surrender. Of last year. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Well, so I was talking to I somebody. I was days. talking to somebody, and they said, "Man, you know, remember the good old days when it was, um, you know, Jeff Jones, or Countdown, and well, things like that." Yeah, and, and that and goes back to like, especially with Marvel, like you guys were talking about earlier, not being a cohesive company with how their stories meld together. Yeah, and they all went out. You know, all the characters went off to kind of do their own thing. How are you going to do an event book when everybody's doing their own thing? Absolutely. Yeah. So no, I I definitely agree with you, but I, but I mean, uh, you know. Um, there is some sort of uh, just repeat David's X Factor run. You'll be fine. There is there <laughs> is there, like there, really there, there is some there is there is some kind of weird um, funny uh, uh, apathy going out there, uh, and I don't know if that's just a uh, you know political life I thing think, or I definitely think with, uh, economy with thing politics and with and all that stuff. Yeah. Because Other because I'm just saying on paper on say. paper <laughs> yeah. Marvel is going to be relaunching with some of their biggest books. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, if Ryan Otley is going to be doing Spider Man, I mean uh, rumors. But yes. if he does, but what I'm saying is that so if yeah, here's so, the thing: if Ryan Otley does Spider Man, I, I kind of don't care who the writer is. I'm going to probably he's going to yes, exactly. Sean will become a Spider Man fan in 2018. He, he, That'll be so weird. He'll be buying. Spider-Man. I don't like Spider Man. I know, but you're but I will it. buy it because Ryan because Ryan Otley. He would draw me to a book I don't like yeah. because I like him and like his art that Absolutely. I want a five-minute Spider-Man review every time it comes out. No. Yeah, I'd like I'm that. not giving you anything. <laughs> I don't work um, for you. You work for me. <laughs> Just saying. It would be nice. <laughs> uh, Write but, in and tell him that we want Sean's Spider-Man review. Uh, Spider-Man, we can make that when a part of the show. If Otley is part of it. If Otley is it, yes. We get a... Five minutes Spider Man. It'll, it'll be the I looked at the art if I hate the story kind of review. <laughs> I don't. There was, a, there was a panel where Spider Man shot fantastic. his head and yeah. spun it over oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> but my, my point is, is that um, I find it, and I'm also kind of a sociology kind of guy. I find find that interesting. A lot of people have been saying, you know, um, previous years have had stronger quote unquote books, but then I look at it and I go, Metal has been awesome. And Doomsday Clock's coming out. And you have the Terrifics. And you have yep, uh, the new out. Justice League book. Yep, these are all DC books, and they've well, spread out some schedules on some of that stuff. So if you have just one company producing books, where but do I'd you get also, any kind of diversification? Where I'd do you also, get any other different types of stories if it's just one company? I argue well, that's a Ninjak 
Exo Man of War. Exo is amazing. Um, yeah. Bloodshot's amazing. Right. Bloodshot Salvation has been Ninja great. Ninja K is. Yeah. On the Marvel side, we have all the X Men. Yes. <laughs> yep. All the X Men that have been coming out have been really the Star great. Star Wars books are good. The Star, Star Wars, Wars books have been fantastic. Uh, the Avengers books, like I now, right yeah, now, no are, Surrender's are been awesome. Really, I mean, I, I would say Marvel After Legacy yes. has yes. been really trying to bring it home. Yes. Uh, with their content. I agree. And so, and so it's just funny to me that there is that. Um, not even just in the retailing professional side, even with comics and creators. Jason Favick just the other day said, I just don't feel the love from people anymore. Maybe I shouldn't do this anymore. And I'm going, but everything seems to be going so well. Right. So uh, I just find that that's something I want to talk about really interesting because I thought that was interesting. People completely disenchanted with their worldview right now. That's perspective is a hell of a thing, my friend. Uh, Perspective is a thing. And that's where I kind of feel like that's coming from. Because Black Panther's the second biggest Marvel movie ever. Yes. Uh, everyone loved it. It's a huge international hit. Uh, people are coming in asking about Black Panther stuff. Yes. People want to read comics. People want to read metal. People are excited about Doomsday Clocky. There's so much out there. And again, this goes back to the Golden Age thing. Um, uh, we've talked about it for a decade and plus now. Is that We've really felt since, what, early 2000s? You know? Uh, there was a golden age of great art, great writing. You know, you can just point at stuff. Right. Uh, and then... Some really cool stories by this guy named Alan Moore called, like, Tom Strong that you Tom haven't Str- read yet. I've read the first issue, and uh, I'm going to read the others. <laughs> They're out of print, though, so I need to borrow your trades, though. Anyway, the point is, uh, is that I just find it funny that people are saying, oh, it's too bad that's changed, when it... I don't think that it really has. It hasn't. No, there is some doom and gloom, and we're here to tell you that it's not. Yes. It's okay. We're going to have great times in comics. Um, going to have a good time. We're going to have... That's what I'm saying. We really... Um, yeah, we are. I wanted to mention the three big ones for me. An independent. I'm really happy about Strangers in Paradise being back. Did yes. you finish it yet? I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really happy about it being something that... Absolutely. ...we can continue in the story. Did you see the really cool artist edition? Terry Moore is fantastic. Yeah, what? I did. Did you see the really cool artist edition no. that he solicited in this month's previews? Uh-uh. Is it sweet? Uh-huh. Is it really good? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I am a fan of the conclusion, and we haven't talked about it because it was our broken episode, but the conclusion of the greatest superhero comic book, uh, yes. Invincible. Yep, I agree. Sad day. Yeah. Uh, and Richie does bring up a good point. Uh, Tune in for a future episode where it'll be an entire Invincible podcast. Right. Which yeah, these two fools are going to attempt to read all of it. This uh, guy's already damn near there. I have I, to, I'm uh, going to have to kick my ass in gear and get it done because I'm, I'm about... He's I'm, ready to do it next week or something. I'm not that soon. <laughs> I'm only 15 trades out of the 25 that are... I've already read them all. I know. There. You should I'm, read them again. Well, that's what Keep I'm going. doing. I'm rereading a lot of the early stuff because yeah. the early stuff I read 10 years ago when right. it first came out. Or um, 15 so. years ago. Yeah, 15 years ago, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so that's that. On Marvel, uh, Fresh Start is one of the things I really enjoy. I'm really looking forward to a refocusing in that world so I can play again. Um, I'm sad about Jessica Jones ending, Mm, but Bendis moving over to DC is fantastic. (laughs) So I'll take the good with the bad there. Sure. Um, And then, of course, in DC, I've already talked about that, but I wanted to bring up the... What was it called? The Free Comic Book Day one? The uh, DC, DC Nations. DC Nations. Mm. Yeah. That comic book, I think, is going to be fantastic. I've already seen Michael Jannon's Joker. 
and uh, the tie-in that has Joker with Batman and Catwoman, Tom King writing. Oh, that was something you didn't mention from Comics Bro. What did they say he was had a story out till one hundred? Oh, oh, for Batman. Yeah. Yeah, he said he's got it. He wants to. He's got ideas for ideas to get for it to that. Yeah, hundred. He, yeah. he doesn't have it plotted out or right. anything. No, he's got ideas yes. to make it. But Tom King till a hundred for like, Batman is just has me so excited. Yeah, me too. I was gonna use an inappropriate word for I, that. But that's yes. why I. Uh, that's why <laughs> excited I excited. Uh, that's why word. I uh, butted in. But yeah. <laughs> so good. But that's that's what I'm looking forward to this year. I dig it. Comics are gonna be great. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, let's roll. No, I'm 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 very excited too. And um, look uh. Uh, to the future for some upcoming um, announcements about DC Nation uh, Zero. We have a couple of ideas, uh, and we'll let you know once we get oh, those goodness, uh, figure figured out. But anyway, uh, Sean, uh, your things, anything that's uh, looking forward to? I don't know. I thought I kind of already okay. talked about it a little bit. <laughs> he did well, say no, Domino. But, He's looking forward well, to Well, he did. He did, but I'm saying, is there anything personally? Are you he saying, I want to read more... Paradise train. Uh, uh, yeah, like uh, this I year. I just want to try to refocus myself and actually read more comics. Yes, that's and that's my, what I was going to say. That's my refocus. Yes, that's, and I was going to say that's my that's focus work. for this year is to try to yes. get somewhat a dent made into the fourteen short boxes of comics <laughs> that I'm behind reading. Yes, exactly. That would be kind of cool. Well, yeah, me too. You know. that would okay, be cool. yeah, that'd be well, great. I everybody, would love that. Uh, we did it. We're back. We did another episode. This one's not wrecked. Uh, this one's not wrecked. Doesn't look wrecked. Apparently, it's fine. Nice. Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully um, you hear this. Yep, hopefully you hear this. Uh, and now we just talk to we ourselves will. like idiots for Again. Like the last hour. <laughs> for the second time. <laughs> uh, well, well, hopefully not. Um, so, everybody, we will see you again next week for episode 69 <laughs> of the I Want More Comics podcast. Talk to you guys later. guys still here oh, i bet they are all right if you guys are here we're just doing a last little announcement here that uh, i want more comics does two book clubs every single month that's right the uh, second to last thursday and the last thursday of every month we have a book club uh the second to last is a manga book club where we sit around and we talk about different mangas right now we're going through the dragon ball saga um once we get through that, we'll be going through other famous mangas that people uh, would like to sit, read, and talk about. Yeah. The last Thursday of every month, we do a comic book uh, club yeah. where we pick different things. We've done things like Day Tripper. We've done things like Dark Knight, a Paul Dini story. We Three by Grant Morrison. Uh, yeah, we've done tons of stuff, and that's always changing. The great thing about this, guys, is if you want to participate, we make it super easy. Both the manga and the comic book club, whatever we're choosing. You guys can get it at an awesome discount. If you are a Hold Slot member with I Want More Comics, you can get them both 
for 30% off for the entire month wow. of, what, of whatever that you're, um, whatever month they're in. If you are not a Holt Stop member, you're just somebody who likes to come in, walk in, have fun, you still get 25% off all the time on those titles. Uh, this is just an awesome way for us to talk comics, get great comics into people's hands, and to spread the love. So again, um, that's going to be the second to last and the last Thursday from 6.30 to 7.30 uh, p.m. Mountain Time uh, here uh, at the store. We just uh, hang out and talk some awesome uh, comics. So it sounds like all you have to do is buy a comic book and then come hang out with us and talk about it. Exactly. So if you're interested, just stop by. We always have it at the front counter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a great time, so be sure to check it out. Absolutely. Until next time. Yep, talk to you guys later. Bye.